Oh, um, I didn't see you there. Um, if you're here, that means you've listened to part one. Oh, you didn't listen to part one? Go listen to part one before you listen to part two. I mean, come on, that's just basic math. You do one before two. Now, for the rest of you, here's part two. Enjoy. Welcome back to part two of this episode because the first part of the episode was so damn long that we had to split it into two. Again. Again. <laughs> exactly. Am I right? Yep. First one was San Diego, second one is New York. Good thing it's the last one of the year. Well, there may be some news at Kamikaze. Kamikaze. That's. Where's that? Los Angeles. Oh, it's okay. Stan Lee's Comic Con. Oh, okay, gotcha. It's it's All gonna right. be little little nuggets, little nuggets of news. Nothing too crazy. Probably nothing from this part of the podcast, but no, they're gonna show the entirety, entirety of the next team up movie. Of course, <laughs> completely dubbed in English. Come on, there you go. But it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be the Common Rider one that we're gonna talk about later. Oh boy! Oh boy! Uh, oh. All right. So first things first, we're talking about the movie. Hashtag late, because so much has happened. Um. So the first piece is yeah. the Rangers staring at a wall. Yep, stealing at a rock wall that is totally not made of like plastic. Yeah, um, there's nothing much else to say about it. It's just them no. staring at a wall. Because at the time we didn't know what it was. However, we have since seen the trailer, which shows us what it what it is. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about that in just a second because we have the picture of the Red Rangers movie sword. Not to be confused what? with the Legacy Power Sword that's coming out soon. Yeah, I, I want to know how he holds it. Is, well, there, is it like a rapier, and there's like a hole on the other side, and he sticks his hand through? Look up, look up the pictures for the uh, Le- legacy Red, uh, movie Red Ranger six and a half inch figure, and you'll find out. Because that was the New York Comic Con exclusive, was the m- new movie figure. Um, kind of like how you would hold a Halo Energy Sword, according to. What uh, kickback slash Chris has said? I think I actually understand that. Yeah, you can tell I play too much D and D when I type in legacy, and one of the top things is leg- legacy of the Dragonborn. That just reminds me of Skyrim. Yeah, I know. I actually want to know: is this Dragonborn D and D or Dragonborn Sky? Oh, it's Skyrim. Okay, <laughs> it's, a, it's a patch. Okay. Wait, no, it's a mod. Okay, yeah, it's a mod for Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Which, at the end of the month, Skyrim Ultimate Edition or whatever, for the new generation of consoles, mods. 
so yeah, if you look at the picture of the figure, which I'm pulling up right now, and it's blurry, hold on. He sort of holds it with his hand inside. It doesn't it doesn't look as good as what the the movie will look like. So he sort of holds it from the uh hold on. From the weird little like hole that's in the middle of it. And sort of shakes it around like a uh energy sword from Halo. Okay, I'm it's, having no luck here. Um well, I see. Okay. It's Power the toy figure. Yes, okay, that is how I thought it was. Yeah, so he so it's like a it sleeve. Like, yeah, and he sort of it's more of like a uh, how would I put this? Uh Juoger Wild Juo King with the uh, King Sword attachment. It's gonna be sort of like that. Sort of instead of slashing with the sword being vertical, the sword's going to be parallel to his arm. Yeah. So it's essentially and an extension damn. of his arm. As some would say, the sword is already the extension of your arm. That's deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, moving along, and we get... Can, can I just point one thing out about this figure? Go for it. If we compare this figure to the other normal Mighty Morphin Red Rangers, there is one thing that is different about the movie one than any other Red Ranger. Do you know what that is? The battle thong? The muscles. Oh. He looks normal. You compare him to any other Mighty Morphin Red Ranger figure, and it's the bodybuilder type of physique. This with one's the not twelve pack. <laughs> yeah, this one's not. This is actually, you know, kind of like sleek, like swimmers type body, rather than I'm gonna bench press three hundred and seventy five pounds right now. Type because of body. Here's here's the football comparison. Jason's a quarterback in the movie. Yeah, linemen are built like the regular uh, legacy. Well, no, no, red figures. Linemen are built like me. <clears throat> okay, more like, like linebackers. Linebackers would be more of the best way to put that. Like, if you look at A.J. Hawk from the Green Bay Packers, that's what the figures normally look like. Also, they don't have the battle thong. True. Yeah. It's a good-looking figure. I personally wouldn't buy it. But, you know, because you know me with figures and stuff. But, you know. Like, even looking at the Ninja Storm Red Ranger, he's got all, like, muscles and shit. He's a ninja. Ninjas don't have muscles. He's a freaking not like skateboarder. That. Right? He's a skateboarder. I just don't understand Bandai. Well, yeah. And then moving along, we've got the new posters and the character bios. So looking at the posters, it looks like they all have apparent speed force capabilities because they just slide right into the picture. Also, it looks like the universe is in their chest. But if you look closely at the uh, where the power coin would be, uh, you can actually see a better picture. I mean, 
it's not going to be better because of these images looking like utter shit when you zoom into them. But, um, hold on, let me actually go open the image in a new tab. Um, open image in a new tab. Let's see, it's... Oh, wh what the hell? Why did you post it as a 150 pixel by 150 pixel JPEG? Come on, guys. <laughs> really, Paladin? You're better than that, Toku Nation. Oh, my God. All the pictures that I have to post on the Marvel Report have to be 750 by 500. So, now I got a Google search. Google is your friend. <sighs> yeah. And then I type in movie posters, and it's not going to give me the right ones, because there's like 16 different versions of them at this point. Uh, um, okay. What's this one? 300 by 462? From IGN? Mm. No. Okay. Search tools, size, medium... Search tools again. I mean, it's not as big, but there's that. Uh, yeah. Time, past week. That's a bigger version, not a 150 by whatever. No, but if you look closely at the Red Ranger's power coin, you actually do see the outline of the T-Rex a lot better. That's what yeah. I'm trying to get at. You see the dinosaurs in the power coins a lot better. You do indeed. Ooh, found one that was 650 by 1011. Ooh, fancy. I feel like that might be the one I sent you. No, because this one's bigger. <laughs> and more battle thong than you can handle. I mean, if Iron Man had it, these guys had to have it, because, you know, they're Iron Man wannabes. Well, also, SPD, the battle thong. Oh, yeah. And, actually, no, I'm not going to say that. I was going to say something, but it's going to spoil something you're going to watch. At some um, point. the fact that they use it in the Decker Ranger team-up movie... Yeah. Yeah, I already knew that. Okay. Also, there's a picture of JDF as Bloodshot, but we don't care about that. Nope. Uh, but yeah, so the the character bios are out and the posters are out. I like the posters, minus the whole whooshy thing, and Kim's boob doing the whooshy thing with her on her poster. Um, well, I mean, it it's part of the costume. You know... As long as it doesn't jiggle, I'm fine. Yeah. Because you can kind of argue that all the guys' chesticles are doing the same thing. It's just she just happens to have an, you know, a female-type boob rather than a, a pectoral male. muscle. Yeah. Okay. And then we also got the character bios. So Jason, the football legend in his hometown of Angel Grove, until one fateful mistake... When we first meet Jason, he is in need of redemption and struggling to find himself, but is soon given a chance to lead a new team made of an unlikely group of teenage superheroes, and must find it in himself to rise to the challenge. Ba, ba, ba. K 
Kimberly used to be the queen bee of Angel Grove High, but has been cast out of the popular clique and is now struggling to find her identity. She has a rebel without a cause edgy attitude, but this front is hiding a secret that makes her feel deeply vulnerable. And then she chops half of her hair off. Can I bring something up? Hmm. These guys are just stereotypes. Jason's the quarter, the fate, the, the you know, the quarterback from the high school held above everyone else, and then crashes and burns and has to work his way back up. Kimberly is the, I was the head cheerleader, but then I made one small mistake. And now nobody likes me, and I'm not popular anymore. And it's like, can we get any more, like, stereotypical? But it's still more personality than MMPR. Well, yeah, you know, they're actually giving them a backstory rather than, I like gymnastics. I teach people karate. That was their whole background. Or, you know, they're teenagers with attitude, but they just happen to be the epitome of good citizens. Right. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. These are the teenagers with attitude they needed for the original show. And Billy has been challenged in his abilities to communicate and interact socially. Probably some form of autism is what has been going around, like Asperger's or something. Uh, Whip smart and sweet. He's the most pure-hearted of the group. He's never really had any real friends, so finding teenagers he's comfortable with is a big deal. But soon he's connecting with people in ways never capable of before meeting the team. He's ne- ways never capable of, comma, before meeting the team. There needs yeah. to be a comma there. Because <clears throat> Eric made that same mistake that I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trini, the Yellow Ranger, mysterious but extremely bright. Parents constantly move for work, making her the perpetual new girl at school. A loner who owns it, Trini is self-sufficient and contemplative, but always observant. Also, just as a side note, there is a website for Angel Grove High. Yeah, I saw that. It's a Tumblr page. Is it really a Tumblr page? Yeah. Wow. Like, you couldn't have spent money to make a website? You had to go through Tumblr to do it? Well, they are spending money on the domain name. Yeah, but still... Get a professional. Make it, make it look like you, you know. Make it look like your high, your actual high school's website. Actually, here's here's what I came up with. It's a student-run website. Yeah, I guess. Because if you look through it, it has student editorials. It has student spotlights. Everything a student newspaper slash student blog would have. That's true. So, I think it'd be even more funny if they got if they did make a website for it, and it was like angelgrove.edu. No, it's like just a- angel. I think it's angel just angelgrove.high, or angelgrovehigh.com or something. Nah. I have it loaded up on my phone because it's quite interesting. Uh, I found out it was a Tumblr page by clicking on one of the links and scrolling down and being like, "Wait, those are Tumblr notes." <laughs> And finishing up, we've got Zack the Black Ranger, filled with bravado and swagger. He is tough and cool on the outside, but has many layers beneath his fearless surface. So what is he, an ogre? From Shrek? Uh, He has 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 layers. Zack advertises everything about himself, except the truth. Which makes him feel very, feel deeply inferior to peers. 
I wonder if they're going to keep the hip-hop aspect. That would be kind of funny, actually. Because I would love it. And, uh... I, I, I feel like these are all, like... You know... He's this type of character. You'll get to know him great. But he has a deep, dark secret he doesn't tell anybody. That's that's all of the characters. That's literally all of them. Insert random thing, but has deep, dark secret. Mm-hmm. Again, <laughs> still more personality than three seasons worth of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. And altogether, that's, you know, three years couple hundred episodes worth and this has more character development in five paragraphs so these are generic enough to not really spoil anything that's it's pretty sure that's why they're written this way because they don't want to give too much away because they give too much away no one's gonna care yeah now the real question is will the putties be making the turkey noises that they made I hope so I mean I don't remember do the do the turkey heads in X-Aid make the gobble the turkey noises I think it's something close to it okay but it's not the same yeah, you should listen to the Ranger Command roundtable, John. You really should, because there's some funny tidbits from Jordan of all people. Wow. Well, Jordan and Chris. Hey, Eric. When are we getting on a roundtable? Huh? Huh? I was I was supposed to for Morphicon, but he knows because they record on Wednesdays, so he knows my Wednesday schedule is shit. Um, so, especially the last two weeks, because I've worked on Wednesdays, so, hence why Chris and I did our, you know, roundup here on this podcast, because we both were unavailable, because we were both at work, but, I mean, if we ask, I mean, it'll be more than like, I joke. Like, honestly, if, if they was like, hey, we're going to do a massive roundtable, do you guys want to be part of it? I'll be like, yeah, sure, but I'm not going to go to them and be like, hey, you know, you, you combine these two, how come we don't get anything? Because there's no. other podcasts out there as well. I wouldn't say that. I'd be like, hey, you got a spot available? Like, yeah. when he says, like, recording the Ranger roundtable, like, episode, it'd be like, hey, you got room for one more? And if wow. he says no... I see how it is. Well, <laughs> I would. T- you could do it. I could do it. Like, it wouldn't make sense to have both of us there. Yeah, I mean, they do it with Toku. You know, talking Toku. Well, yeah, talking Toku. Jordan and Chris. Its, talk. Well, I don't think Jordan's doing much with talking Toku anymore. That's true. Yeah. He is the true owner of Toku Nation. Is he but, really? I thought Chris yeah. was. No. Jordan, Chris and Tom own parts of it, I want to say. Like, they have a share of it. But I think uh, Jordan is majority owner. 
also found out Jordan's last name courtesy of Zach accidentally spoiling it. So that's fun. I'm not going to say it here because that's not my business. Also because I don't remember it. <laughs> so, movie posters. On to more movie news. Our good old golden ape monkey flying Egyptian god thing, Goldar, has been confirmed to be in the movie. As well as putties and a spaceship. You know what would make this awesome? One of two things. One, Kerrigan comes back to voice him. Two, we get the um, the suit that was in the big uh, Sentai dino team-up. Because it's like Goldar, but it's more modern. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It would be cool to have Kerrigan back, but at the same time, with the trend of having ridiculously famous people, like, in recent years, recent, like, ridiculously famous people playing these roles, I don't know if it'll happen. Yeah. Let's just hope they don't just get some dude. It's like... It's like, introducing so-and-so as Goldar, and it's like, wow, they're going to have to really modify his voice to sound anything menacing, you know? Who now? Yeah. The only one I would see that could probably, like, you could just pick any of the voice acting community. Yeah. <clears throat> Neil Kaplan. <clears throat> I don't know who that is. Zarkon. Right. The okay. voice of Zarkon. And, like, the voice of many of your favorite characters on TV as well. In cartoons. He's also been a Power Ranger monster a few times. He was at Morphicon. Hmm. I got to meet him. He's a cool dude. Cool dude. Um, so yeah, I mean, Goldar in all the movies out there too. I mean, there's a lot of good voice actors that could do that voice. Oh, I know. But specifically, you know, because we had Brian Cranston who was tied to Power Rangers... Yeah. Why not bring someone else who's possibly tied? If you're not going to bring back Kerrigan, bring back someone at least somewhat tied to it. Yeah. Just don't bring, don't bring back... Uh, I forgot his first name. Horvitz or Horowitz. The guy who did the voice for uh, Invader Zim, who also oh. did Alpha. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know who you're talking about. I can't remember the name. But without further ado... The actual news you've all been waiting for that you've probably already heard a million and seven times. Yeah. The trailer, which starts off with, by far, one of the greatest, like, music intros in a teaser trailer that I've seen thus far. Yeah. Halsey's cover of Walk the Line by Johnny Cash. Like, I was <laughs> not expecting that. I was watching it with my girlfriend, and both of us, who are big Halsey fans, I'm a fan of her as a human being, because she's just, like, she's hilarious. Um, we both just were like, ah, what? Did that, did that make, uh, did that make her want to actually see the movie? Well, the trailer itself made her want to see the movie. Oh, uh, okay. Because she watched the trailer, and she's like, so we're seeing this movie, right? <laughs> and I'm like yes 
I'm not gonna lie. Something I wish we could do is see the movie the same night and then yeah. just come home, sit down, and just talk. That would be awesome. I'm probably gonna see it multiple times. Yeah. Well, like I'd like it I'd like it to be after the first viewing. Yeah. It would just, you know, the only thing that would have to be is we'd have to time things up and somehow get me the money to see it, which I probably could do if I don't I mean, have a job. movie tickets are like what, 15 bucks at the most? It depends what type of movie you're watching. Well, I'm not going to see it in 3D if that's what you're saying. Yeah. Well, it it de- I mean it also depends on the area cuz I know there's really only one area around me that's a good movie theater. And if they've yeah. only got it in 3D, then I have to watch it in 3D. Shit. So, I mean, that's sort of expected cuz you live in a small town ish. Yeah, cuz like the the nearest theater for me is like 20 minutes to a half hour away depending on traffic and it's a good movie theater don't get me wrong it's not this like rinky dink thing but like it's it's in a city and I call it mini New York City because a lot of the same shit that happens in New York City happens in this other city but you know yeah so see, so it's a good one but, you know. 20 minutes away there's at least 7 movie theaters by me yeah one of which only plays like movies that are no longer in theaters but haven't reached DVD yet hmm. for relatively cheap. That's but the rest cool. of them, this one's including the one in downtown Disney, the AMC in downtown Disney. Hmm. But then again, I also live in Southern California with, you know, Hollywood, just a, well, depending on, jump away. <laughs> depending on traffic, it could be a very long hop, skip, and jump. Oh, yeah. Where you don't move in between the hop and the skip. It's like a hop, 20 minutes, skip, half hour, and then a jump, and another hour, and then you're there. (laughs) And then you've got Hollywood, which has, you know, dozens upon dozens of movie premieres daily. I follow follow, um, a YouTuber named Ali Spagnola on Snapchat. And it just seems like every every other week, she's going to a premiere of some movie. Well, yeah, like, you don't need to necessarily be an important person to go to a movie premiere. I get those tickets all the... I get, like, invites all the time. Really? I get screener, t- I get screener invitations. I got a premiere invitation to go see that new Disney movie with Lupita Nyong'o in it. Uh, dealing with something in Africa. I don't remember what it was off the top of my head. Was it... No, that was the Hawaiian one. That was animated okay. as well. Yeah. yeah. The remember. one that had the really racist uh, Halloween costumes. Yeah. Yep. God, that was bad. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, should we just, like, hit play on the trailer and just let it go? If you wanna. Alright. You ready? Bum, 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 bum. I already oh, hit play. Okay. Yeah, I'm three seconds in now. I'm about there. Rainbow Lionsgate, Saban Brands. 
the Angel Grove police car. He wrecked his truck. Um, the ankle bracelet. Yeah. Someone's on probation. And detention. Hey, it's the Breakfast Club. Yeah, I love it. That's the one thing people have said about this movie. Is that and it's then, Breakfast Club meets Power Rangers. Yeah, and... Ah, Jesus. My thing froze for a second. Jason stopped haircut. a bully. Oh. Yeah, the haircut. Tell me when you get to the haircutting. I'm at the haircut right now. Okay. It's totally punk rock right there. And the look on their faces was just like, wow. <laughs> Kaboom! When did they get explosives? Yeah. Right? And then... The Danishes. The Danishes of power. Oh, I can't wait for the cover of Mighty of Gogo Power Rangers to come out. Oh, yeah. Superpowers. Oh, I fucking love that scene. <laughs> the headbutt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the stereotype. That's not a piece of cake. Love it. <laughs> He's going to steal the freaking show. The so For some reason, empty space below the water. The martial arts poses for no reason. Ah, yeah. Oh, this is just going to be like the greatest freaking movie in a while. Yeah. To at least come from anything Toku related. Oh, yeah. There's the scene. The suits happening. Yep, there's the suits. Yeah, buddy. Oh. Oh, I can't fucking wait for this movie. I know, and we really haven't been excited for anything Power Rangers in a while. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh. And, like, like, the couple of things you can kind of take away from it is, like, I love Trini's humor. Yeah. You know, like, where was, where was the one scene where they were at the rock? And she's like, this is a restricted area. No, not that one. Oh, the one, like, they were staring at the, uh, and it's like, you should have, uh, you know, someone should have told us about that. Oh, right, that someone was me. Someone should have pointed that out. Oh, yeah, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, I like it, too, because, like, there's going to be some dark moments. Like, you can tell when they're at the rock, it's all dark and stuff like that. Um, but then you've got the humor, you know? The you know this the thing that Trini said, and then you've got you know uh, the bully trying to headbutt Billy, and he, he falls backwards, you know, and the you know the the cliff jump, you know. Yeah. So it's obviously going to <clears throat> it's going to be a dark, gritty action type movie, but there's also going to be a lot of humor in it, and that's why I'm also really interested in this movie. And yeah. they also did something they've never done in Power Rangers. They uttered the one word, the one word you cannot say in Power Rangers. Damn. Kill. Oh, yeah. It also seems like they're going to be uh, a little cursing, a little bit. Yeah, I'm guessing this movie's going to be PG-13. Oh, it better be. 
So, and because it's PG-13, that means they're, they're allotted the F-bomb once. So that'll oh, yes. be interesting. Um, I was going to say something else, too. I don't remember what I was going to say. I'm trying to find... Trying to get the, the, the Power Rangers Snapchat filter to work on my phone. Yeah, it I said it was unlocked. I I, I added it, but it didn't actually work, and I don't know why. Like, mm. like I've I did it before. Oh wait. Mm. Let me enable location. I guess. Yeah. Sure. Uh, ah, found it. So you have to take a picture already and then swipe it for the filter. But it only gives you the Red Ranger, so that's intriguing. Unlock for one hour. Unlocked. So then how do you use it? Take a picture, like take a selfie, and then you got to swipe all the way to the end. And there it is. Bummer, it's only the Red Ranger, but, you know. Actually, believe it or not, the last time I did it, it huh. was uh, the Yellow Ranger. Really? So it changes. Interesting. Oh, yeah, there it is. I'll try something, then. Uh, no? Okay. So, that apparently isn't working. Cool. That's cool. And then there's fan art of Zordon in the tube. Zordon is in a tube. <laughs> that is kind of cool, though. I didn't I didn't realize how to use it the last time I did it. And apparently there were Morphicon ones that I didn't get either for some strange reason. And it says so. it's un it unlocks for an hour. I wonder if after that hour is up, another one appears. Maybe. I'm trying to, like, keep unlocking it to see what happens. But... Well, I think it's per day. Now, I, I don't know what server per day. Like, it's past midnight for me, but it's 9.30 at night for you. So I don't... I don't know. Yeah. Wait, there's a picture of the Legacy movie coin from Morphicon. Oh! There was a Blue Ranger coin at New York Comic Con. And it's a different helmet, like, because the helmet's a little more slim. That looks nice. But, yeah. So, let me see. What's on the news docket? Are we still got one more? No. Okay, so nope. we got Power Rangers news now. Yes. Movie stuff over. <laughs> We're excited. That's pretty much it. That's all we can really talk about right now. <laughs> this next one... What the fuck? Um, 
In a weird twist of events, I feel like the Flashpoint had is responsible for this. Thomas the Tank Engine and friends has crossed over with Saban's Power Rangers. Saban's the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I won't lie, I haven't actually watched. I haven't actually seen these until now, <clears throat> and it brings up a huge point that. Uh, Sean brought up to me when he actually showed me this initially that I, I didn't actually look at him then, but I could have. They skipped Tokyuger, which is a train-based show. And now we got just this shit. Just to have Mighty Morphin trains. And they're creepy as all hell. Oh yeah, because where like the helmets are, they essentially like, here's the helmet, I put eyes on it. Also, Lord Zed's a caboose. Yeah. All the rest of them are like hell. Even the putty is like an engine, and then Lord Zed's the caboose. Also, the Red Ranger in the picture, next to Zed, behind the White Ranger, looks pink. Pink Ranger's yeah. in the other shot, and the pink is more like a white pink, pink. Oh yeah, it's like a lighterish pink, whereas that one's like a hot pink. And these all just really look creepy, and I'm uncomfortable with this. Yeah. And they Would skipped Tokyuger. <laughs> yeah. And the comments are like, why? This would have yeah, been good if they didn't skip Tokyuger, because then they could have made these trains link up with the Tokyuger trains. Yeah, and you could have even made them work in the toy. Like, you could have put them in, and it could have done, like... You know, slide it in and hell you really want to go cheap with it and just have it make a, ma a random sound just put it in and you close it and it just goes beep 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 and that's it like yeah. it would have been something and if you put the Rita one in and only with the Rita one it's just her laugh yeah that would work or, or but, both Zed and Rita's yeah maybe Goldar's too although I doubt I doubt if they did adapt to Kyuja, they wouldn't make a Zordon one, a Putty one, Gold. It wouldn't make the enemy ones. They wouldn't have made Zordon Alpha. It would have just been <laughs> the main seven. Okay, Power there is one comment. It's like Common Rider has the movie that we're going to talk about later. MMPR has Thomas. What's next? Ultra Elmo. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, that'd be hilarious. Oh, yeah. Um, so continuing on in the MMPR uh, wank fest. Um, Can I just Mighty, say I'm not, ex I'm not excited about this at all. Mighty Morphin like it, Power Rangers Mega Battle. They, they the try to collect on uh, the original... The original uh, 2D side-scrolling games. Yes. I mean, they look interesting. Their heads look a little too big for their bodies. The putties look fucking creepy as hell. Yeah. Um, I will admit... I will admit it's kind of cool that they he, didn't just have voice actor number 23 come in and do a random voice for the characters... They actually took voices from the show of the original actors and used them. 
Yeah, this is having a weird. It's giving me a weird Castle Crashers slash Voltron because there was a Voltron game for the Xbox Live Arcade that I don't think is up anymore. Um, it gives me that sort of vibe with this, like the two D side-scrolling aspects of Castle Crashers with the mech fights of uh, Voltron. Yeah, it's it's like. It's Power Rangers if they did it in the way of Castle Crashers. I will admit, I will, I will agree with that. Um, yeah. Uh, no word on price point or release date, so stay tuned for that. Um, levels be, will be based on episodes from the TV show, with Tommy being a hidden character as both Green and White, as well as Adam, Rocky, Cat, and Aisha. Interesting. So, three seasons worth. Well, yeah, because they, they promote Zed at the end of the trailer with the article, so... Yeah. It's not surprising they're going to have the other three plus White Ranger. So, I mean... We'll see? I saw it somewhere that it was going to be on all consoles and even Steam. Yeah... So, I don't know how true that is. I hope there's, like, a trial version of it that I can test out before I purchase, because I don't want to have to put money into this unless I know I want to. Yeah. Because I did that with Voltron, and then I got Voltron, because that was fun. You get to run around as one of the five lions, and it's a five-player multiplayer game. Typically, games are four, well, because you have five lions. Yeah. What happens when you form Voltron? You each take turns making an, an attack. Hmm. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, I'm missing one achievement, and that's... Be, like, the last one of your crew alive on a hard difficulty mission. And no one plays the game anymore, so... I'm kind of boned. Because I don't think the game is available on the Xbox Live Marketplace anymore on the Xbox 360 because I think it was made by defunct now kind of back together THQ I think because THQ's back Um, THQ went under um, which is why Saints Row 4 was developed by someone else Deep Silver because THQ had Saints Row which is weird because uh, Saints Row, well, THQ is also known for you know Nickelodeon games. Um, yeah. Let's see. Um, what is this? What are you? Are you? Are you new? Are you a new Voltron game? No, that's from 2011. You're not a new Voltron game. You got me disappointed. But it (laughs) is from... Oh, wait. Wait. Hey, it's still in the marketplace. You can't purchase it. No. Alright. So... Yeah. You basically have to find people. If you own the game, find people to play with. Because, yeah. 
it was a really fun game. Like, really short. You can, like, breeze through it by yourself on the easiest difficulty. Or, if you had all five of you, you would just literally cut... It's like a hot knife through butter. But, yeah. Um, I, I want this game to live up to something like that. But I don't have any hopes for it. So, I think it would be interesting if it was multiplayer. Um, you, could all, you could have all five fight together. Unfortunately, it looks like it's only up to four, given the screenshots. Yeah, yeah that's it's like really. Yeah, yeah. Though one of the screenshots has red, yellow, black, and pink, but the uh, green ranger and the blue ranger are there. Oh yeah. And then you get to fight in the Megazord tank mode, and then Megazord mode. That's so cool. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, it's cool. It sounds really cool. But like, you know, I don't want to give my hopes up. When the game does come out or have like a demo, I will let you know. Well, if, if they have a demo of some kind, and it does come out on Steam, I'll be able to use that. If my computer will allow me to play it. Yeah. So. I mean, I was saying for the listeners, too. Oh, yeah. For you and the listeners. But, even more, we have some better news with probably, let's see, this was rumored back at, or like earlier, like late September. Um, but, I guess this is a thing? Because the Justice League and the Power Rangers are now teaming up. Yeah. In, like, I, the I, epitome of the strangest crossovers yet. I don't know. Like, I, I don't remember what they are, but uh, if you watch... Um... This is roughly at the same level as Batman hanging out with the Scooby-Doo crew. Uh, I don't know. We saw an episode of the new Scooby-Doo TV show with John Cena from WWE in it. So Yeah. He was there too, and Simple Plan, who wrote the theme song for What's New Scooby-Doo, mind you. Um, If you watch Andre, Black Nerd, he did a video about this crossover, Mm -hmm. and um, he made a good point of like, so DC will will go and team up with Saban and Power Rangers, but won't have anything to do with Marvel. Okay, I see what you're doing, DC. Um, well, Amalgam Comics, and there actually was a JLA Avengers crossover event as well that is overlooked by many fans. Um, because it was bad or just no, it was a thing. It really was a thing. Um, JLA slash Avengers is a comic book limited series and crossover published by DC Comics and Marvel Comics from September 2003 to March 2004. And it features the Justice League of America and Marvel's Avengers. Hawkeye is both an Avenger and a member of the Justice League of America. He is the only character to be both. I wonder what Arrow thought of that. 
Yeah. Um, it deals with a lot of, like, stuff. Because in the DC universe, Galactus is in the Source Wall. Like, there is a Galactus in the Source Wall. And you can see it in any sort of mention of the Source Wall in uh, the DC Universe. Also, a lot of writers have written for both Marvel and DC. Brian Michael Bendis, Stan Lee, Jack Kirby. I thought Jack Kirby was a... Jack Kirby was Marvel, but he also wrote stuff for DC. Well, I know. I, for some reason, I thought he was uh, an illustrator. Not a writer. What? Uh, probably both. I'm not. I'm not you know, disagreeing with you. I'm just. I thought I heard his name based around. No, he's a comic book artist. Okay, um, I thought so. Also, writer and editor. Okay. So he's done it all, but he's you know been on both ends of the uh, spectrum. I think. Because I think, um, I want to say he was the reason for, um, uh, I don't know. Uh, let's see, Fletcher, blah, 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 Fleischer, Fleischer, blah, blah, blah. Uh, okay, he might have not been on the DC side of things. Um... But Stan Lee was, I think. I don't know. But at least a lot of today's comic book writers flip-flop. And so the JLA and Avengers have crossed over, so suck it, Andre. <laughs> Go watch, uh, oh, I don't know, any of the comic book tubers out there? Comic Storian, Nerd Sync, um, there's another one that comics explained they all have mentioned this at least once i follow all three of them because each of them give their own take on comics and it's one of them is like the science behind comics and yeah um this this particular series did not actually do well and there was supposedly a planned sequel to the Uncanny X-Men and Teen New Teen Titans crossover, which also was a thing that happened in the 80s. So Marvel and DC have crossed streams, so to speak, a few times. So it's not unlike DC to cross over with something. Oh, also Power Rangers was at one point in time on the Marvel side of comics, way back in the Turbo days. The Turbo Beetleborgs crossover with the worst freaking Zord combination possible is like all the Beetleborg mechs plus the Turbo Megazord or the Rescue Zords. There's a specific comic panel and it's weird, but do you ha are you looking at the panel? Because I really want to see that. Uh, let me let me pull it up because that sounds really interesting. And while you do that, I'll actually talk about what we should be talking about. Uh, uh, January 11th, uh, the issue will, the first issue will come out. There will be six issues. Um, each issue depicting 
two heroes, one from each side. Um, the variant covers, okay, so variant covers drawn by some of the comics' most popular artists. You have uh, Batman and the Pink Ranger by Dan Hip, Cyborg and Blue Ranger by Dustin Wynn, uh, The Flash and the Black Ranger by Yazim Puchery, Green Lantern, John Stewart, with the Yellow Ranger by Margaret Savage, Savage. Uh, Superman and the Green Ranger by Chris Sprouse, and Wonder Woman and the Red Ranger by Marcus Toe. Which brings up the question, why this combination? Because you could have had Batman with the Black Ranger, uh, Cyborg Blue Ranger makes sense, uh, you could have had the Flash with the Red Ranger, um, Green Ranger with the Green Lantern, you know, and Wonder Woman with the Pink Ranger. Then I guess that's all. All that would be left would be uh, pink Superman and soups. with yellow, or so, yellow and soaps. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there were other combinations you probably could have done that would have made more sense. Yeah. Um. Uh, so it was Turbo and the Beetleborgs Metallics. Metallics. Um, all right. Okay. So here it is. It is the Ultra Mega Turbo Beetle Battle Zord. Holy hell. With Turbo Ram Metallics mode. I'm sending you the picture now. So you can see this monstrosity. I wonder if they got inspiration of that from uh, Super Sentai. Because they've done that before. Did they uh, do that pre-Car Ranger? Actually, no, that's a good point. They didn't. Because this comic was around during Turbo's run. Yeah. Or sometime oh. after Turbo's run. It doesn't even look like the Turbo Megazord. Nah. Like it, it has like no look of the Turbo Megazord. It looks like they just took the Beetleborg mechs and just <laughs> turned them into a giant mech form. Yeah, this comic was weird. Yeah, no kidding. If you can find scans of it online, I warn you. Or if you own it, good luck. I won't lie. Um, As a kid, I really wanted to see a crossover between Power Rangers and Beetleborgs. Yeah. I also just know how bad Beetleborgs was. Okay, so with the command center's damage, Zack is accidentally transported to an alternate universe and is in the crosshairs of Batman. Can Jason, Billy, Trini, Kimberly, and Tommy save Zack from Batman? Okay. So I think it's only the variant covers that will have them paired up. Yeah, it is. It's series Just the variant. also feature variant covers drawn by some of the comic's most popular artists. So the cover will basically be what's probably with the article... And then there'll just be variant covers of those combinations. Yeah. Whew, it's very interesting. And I won't lie, there's part of me, like, obviously with this, they're going to come to people like me who are going to be like, cool, can we get, like, an animated thing now? And all I can think of is, if we do, I don't I, I don't even want, like, the Justice, uh, uh, the Justice League Unlimited cast. I want the new... DC Justice League animated to go along with it. 
that. You mean the Teen awesome. Titans Go style Justice League action? Yeah, you know, from like the Justice League War. Oh, you're talking about the movies. Okay, I thought you were talking about yeah, the, the, movies. the new cartoon that's coming to Cartoon Network no. that's going to be a steaming pile of turds. No, no, not that one. No, not that one. <laughs> steaming pile of turds. The movie oh, yeah. ones, the animated movie ones. I want that. That's what uh, I want. Like, hell, like, I've said before, I don't like Jason David Frank, but if they did this, I would want them to get the, well, you can't get the original one because Tweet Rang died. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Like, it's sad, but sucks at the same, like, it sucks, but for more than one reason. Yeah. But, like, the, the thing that they have at the bottom looks actually pretty cool. Um, where they have it, like, half and half. Yeah. And... Well, see, also, it's kind of weird because you have... In the center, you have Superman and the Red Ranger doing the half and half face. And then Batman and, then you go and up Blue. To the, yeah, and it's Bat... Well, like, and then you go up to the variant covers and it's... Superman and the Green Ranger, Red Ranger and Wonder Woman, and it's just like you're inconsistent. Yeah. I don't know. I will probably be getting this. Um, I think the only way I'd be able to read this is if it was digitally. Or yeah. someone sent me it, because... There's nothing around here. Well, the DC Comics app slash Comicsology will probably yeah. have it, so I'll I'll let you know. Um, though what's really weird is there is the Spider Verse canon Leopardon, which was in the Japanese Spider Man show that technically is con- is con- t- uh, considered Toku. Yep, Spider Man. Um, also exists in the Spider-Verse, so people are thinking it would have worked better with Marvel, but Marvel, having already had Power Rangers, so Disney also already having Power Rangers, there's some very, very kind of tough tensions between all of that. Um, And yeah. I don't know. Also, people are thinking it's going to be a versus. It's not. It's it's, it's going probably going to start out as a versus, but it's going to be like, "Who are you? My name is Zach," uh, and like something's going to happen, and then like the rest of them are going to come through, and then they're going to be like, "No, they're actually good guys," and then they're going to team up and defeat whoever fucked up the command center, and what? then they're going to go on their way. Well, Batman's going to take one look at Zach and go, "You're a Power Ranger, aren't you?" I hope not. Like, I, I, I hope they go into this not knowing about any of them. Like, you know, Zack doesn't end up coming through and Batman's standing there and he's like, You're Batman! Because I just feel like if these are two totally different universes, you wouldn't know about them. Neither I mean, one of them. Other than the fact that they may exist as comics in each other's universes. Or Power Rangers exists as a TV show in the DC universe. If that's a thing, that's fine. That's the only... That's really the only way that this would work. 
Yeah, it's like there's no mention of Power Rangers in the Justice League world. There's no mention of the Justice League in the Power Ranger world. But Zack goes through and he goes, hey, you're Batman. Where did that come from? You know? Unless they established, like, DC Comics are a thing in in the Power Rangers universe. And the Power Rangers TV show is a thing in the DC universe. Ahead of time. But I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued by this. I haven't read any of the Boom Studios Power Rangers stuff because I haven't been able to get my hands on it. I did see some of the variant covers when I went to a few comic book stores, and I was really excited because they looked pretty. Um, but yeah. And with that, we move on to. The continuation of our disappointment in this current season of Power Rangers. And it's getting to me, too, because I've realized that they're doing something that shouldn't be done in a half-hour-long show, but should be done in an hour-long show. I think Power Rangers is suffering from poorly planned episodes, because they keep trying to be like, this is the main plot of the story... We're continuing it. It's kind of intense. We don't know what's going to happen. Oh, by the way, there's this woman that really wants a Pavlova, and Chase has to make it for her. But he's or not sure oh, if it's the NZ right. boys are in town, ta- in town, right? and they're looking for a new member. At the same time, the Silver Ranger's being possessed by someone. You know, right? The huge. We have to save the Silver Ranger. Yeah, but I kind of want to audition for this New Zealand boy band, and it's like. But first, auditions. Right? It's, again, it's, it's, it's that thing. It's hardcore story. Oh my god, could be the end of the world. Let's audition for a New Zealand boy band. And it's just like, you, you can't do that. Like, you can have... You can have humor in a show. You can have lightheartedness. But don't do it on two totally... Don't do both of those on two totally different spectrums. Don't be like... End of the world, really lighthearted, funny thing. End of the world, other really lighthearted, funny thing. You like I would have, I would have been more okay with it if Power Rangers was an hour long show, and this oh, yeah. was maybe you know, the beginning part. Like this whole B plot was in the beginning of it, and then was dealt with like halfway through the episode. Yeah, and that's. That's really the problem that Power Rangers has been having with these last two seasons. I'm including regular Dino Charge in this because regular Dino Charge suffered from it too. We just they just did a better they just did better with sort of covering up the fact that they threw in B plot filler as half of the episode. We weren't paying attention to that because they made the B plot filler feel important. And here because they were rushed, because they were running out of mo- mo- money, hence why there's a lot of Chase in New Zealand episodes this season. People aren't realizing this, but they were running out of money, so they needed to milk that last bit of their time for getting the money to do the crazy shit they're going to do with these last five episodes excluding the really, really stupid Halloween episode that should have not aired this past, like, last weekend. This weekend should have been the Halloween episode. 
last weekend should have been this weekend's episode. Theoretically, Halloween episode should not have been this weekend. No. Next weekend. It shouldn't have been, but... It'd be the 29th rather than the 22nd. Swap, but doing the episode swap would have made sense here because story-wise... Um, yeah. They did this with Mega with Super Mega Force when they introduced the Silver Ranger. They introduced him in the first in the episode right before the hiatus, and then the hiatus happened. Yeah, and we didn't get to see any more of him until after the hiatus, and they fixed that when Dino Charge first happened because they got the Sil- the Gold Ranger episodes in either before or after the hiatus. I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, also. The first eight episodes of Dino Supercharge are now on Netflix. Forgot to mention that. Wow, that was quick. Yeah. That was... That actually happened today, I want to say. The news piece dropped today. Um, our buddies over at Toku Nation have the details. Um, more plugs. More plugs. Yeah. So... When Evil oh, yeah. Stirs, Forgive and Forget, Nightmare in Amber Beach, A Date with Danger, Roar of the Red Ranger, For- Forged Under Fire, Home Run, Coda, and Rags and Riches and Rags. Because you couldn't do Rags and Riches. No. Um, so. Yeah, there really wasn't much else. I mean, we could say Garo is getting an official sub as well, but. Oh, yeah. Tiva Nihon talked about that on their. On the yeah. blog, how they're, they're pretty much just going to take down theirs because it's being licensed. And it makes sense because they did that with Jew Ranger, they did that with Die Ranger and Kaku Ranger. Well, Garo also had the anime. Yeah. So it probably got enough popularity where they said, let's try putting out official subs at the show. Of the mm-hmm. original show. So. And so that. Can, that can, can you tell we really don't give a shit about Power Rangers right now? Like, I didn't mind the chase story elements because he is really the only ranger that has any sort of story development. Um, my only problem is he's getting too much and the rangers are getting too little. It would have been fine had Dino Charge been more than just two seasons, had it like spun off into its own series where each of the Rangers sort of have their own like focus episodes and have their own like plot developments and seasons and develop as characters like the DC shows or have more episodes like the um, Rider and Sentai episodes. We have 20, maybe 40 episodes with these characters and then they're gone. And usually they're only focusing on one character. I mean, we're getting 40 episodes, but half of it is dumb filler. Where, oh, the Red Ranger's taking a dump and picking his nose at the same time. Best to to attack the city. With a monster that bakes people into pies. Something they even could have done. Like, I don't like the filler sometimes, but like at least spread out the filler. Like, the whole thing with the Pavlova. He was trying to make it the whole episode. Have it fail. She walks away. He loses his Energem. Can't transform for the rest of the episode. The next episode, we pick it up with him trying to find her. He gets the Energem back. They resolve the issue from the previous episode. Then he makes the the new Pavlova for her. And that's like... That would have been fine. 
And now, granted, they really can't do that because, like you said, they only have a limited amount of time and a limited amount of episodes. But there are certain things, even filler, you can spread out over one or two episodes, tops three episodes. And they don't. They tried to cram so much plot, so much exposition, along with the B-plot that really makes no sense, all into one episode. And it's just an overwhelming clusterfuck of trying to understand what is going on. Which, and that's where they're failing, yeah, among other reasons. Which is going to be the downfall of this season. It's going to be the downfall of Power Rangers, because they'll do the same thing next year with Ninja Steel. Yeah, it's the downfall, and the problem with it is, like, I feel like it's catering more to a binge type of audience at this point. Oh, yeah. Because I'm going to go back and rewatch all of Dino Charge in its entirety from start to finish in a single binge. Eh, two-day binge. And it'll feel a heck of a lot more different than week to week, because with week to week you get that disappointment and it, you let it sink in and then you get more and more disappointed. With each episode, it's like, if you're binging it, it's like, boom, 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 boom. And then once the series is over, you'd be like, huh, okay. I mean, All if right. that were true, like, you could put it up on Netflix and you could do, you could probably have more money. Um, you could plan longer seasons maybe splitting the two seasons into two but the episodes would you know there'd be like 30 to 40 episodes per season and plan it out over like three or four months rather than here's 10 six month hiatus 10 six month hiatus 10 six month hiatus 10 there you go and it's just like you can't do this you really can't because you're going to start making people go, why am I watching this? So many other good shows. I mean, hell, we spent how much time talking about the CW shows? And then well, it gets also, to Power Rangers and it's like, I watched it. It was alright. Let's move on. And also the hiatuses, it's not conducive to kids because kids aren't going to remember the date it comes back. They're not on the internet like us adults are. Yeah. Us adult like, fans are. So... The hiatus really drops, like, numbers. And, like, I don't... I'm gonna compare it to Sentai in that factor. Sentai has been on the same time slot, on the same channel. Well, I don't know, same channel, but roughly the same channel for the past, like, 30 years. And sometimes they take... Sometimes they take weeks off, but you can guarantee at that time, you're more than likely... You literally have a... 1 in 52 chance of it not being on that yeah. week. Like, hang on. Like, Common Rider is in the same boat as Sentai. And I think I still have all the episodes, right? Of Ghost? Or did I delete them? Ghost had 47 episodes? It, it had was one of the shorter... 50. Oh, it actually had 50 episodes? It had 50 episodes. Now, I want you to, th- I want you to understand this. How many weeks are in a year? 52. 52. Ghost had 50 episodes. That means there were two weeks they were on hiatus. Two weeks. And then you jump to Power Rangers, where they have, like I said, 10 episodes. 
And we have to wait six weeks for the next one. Sometimes it's not even ten. Sometimes it's eight. Yeah. So it's like... And then they go on hiatus, and then they drop the last twelve on you. And this is why this is why I don't get it when people tell me, it's like, well, you shouldn't give Power Rangers shit just because, you know, you like Sentai and Kamen Rider. And it's like, dude, I've said it for years. Power Rangers is the inferior product. Power Sentai Rangers used to be better. daily. Yeah. Power Rangers is inferior. Sentai is better. Kamen Rider is better. Why? Because of all the reasons we've stated and many more. And Power Rangers used to be daily back in the Mighty Morphin era. It used to be in prime time. The debut of season two, the premiere of season two, was in prime time. I would know I was one. No, I was just I was just born when season two came around. I, I don't remember watching it. I do remember the TV Guide used to be a thing that we used to get every week. And the TV Guide had this special edition of their magazine that came out that was, like, profiling all of the Rangers, had, like, a picture of Lord Zed, had uh, the Mighty Morphin Red on the front cover doing, like, a jump kick or whatever, profiled a couple of the monsters, and I don't, I don't remember watching it in prime time i only know that because of linkara's videos he said it was in prime time and i'm gonna believe him because why would you lie about that but it that is the thing like power rangers used to be used to be on believe it or not in the afternoon on the weekdays like you'd come home from school and then watch power rangers and it like you said it was daily and we got so many episodes per season and I feel like I almost want to just tell Saban it's like look you gotta put more effort into this try different things be risky because it could pay off it might not then you can just go back or drop it give it up make Ninja Steel the last season or go until the next anniversary and then just kill it make toys because honestly you're ruining the show hands down I want to like Power Rangers I really do but there are so many reasons why I don't. And there's so many good moments, but it's not enough to outweigh some of the sheer disappointment. It's not like it's bad. It's just disappointing because we know it could be so much better. We've seen it so much better. RPM in space. In space, time force. Uh, Lost Galaxy. Lost Galaxy. Rescue. Like, if you look at the time period in space to Time Force, some of the best seasons of Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. And then Disney took over, and we got some good seasons, I'm not gonna lie. We got Ninja Storm, Dino Thunder, SPD, Nin- Jungle Fury, RPM, Mystic Force yeah. to some extent, but Mystic Force is on that lower end. M- Mystic Force had its moments, but I still call it Nicktastic Farce because it was, the whole thing was about him and nobody else. Right. Five of the. Let's see. Do we end it? Because technically, Wild Force is a Disney season. So it was five of like eight of the Disney era seasons were some yeah. pretty good stuff that dealt Even with some pretty crazy stuff. Like, I'll admit, Wild Force is definitely not in my top ten, but even it had its moments. Like, I don't I don't like Rick Medina for reasons I think I've stated before, but I won't bring up again. 
Um, but the show was decent. I honestly don't think, Rick, again, I don't really think Rick Medina should have been the Red Ranger because I don't think he acts well. He did better as uh, Decker. Uh, Decker than he did as Cole, hands you, down. Also, because Decker had no personality and Rick Medina also true. doesn't have a personality. Also, uh, very true. But I, I met two of the Wild Force Rangers at uh, Morphicon, and they are like the sweetest human beings on the face oh, of the yeah. planet. Well, like you say, one of them was trying. One of them was trying to sell me mustard, and I bought it. (laughs) What the fuck? Who was that? Allison. That's is that Taylor? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's how. That's the only way you could have gotten the plesio pin. Or be a platinum. Bought mustard. Mm Mm-hmm. Fifteen dollars. Wow. It was, unless you were a platinum, if you were platinum, you got all the pins, regardless. And, let's see, the only way to get the Spino pin was uh, buying a bar of soap. Same price. And uh, the Titano one was only available as platinum. So you could only get a full set if you were platinum or if you somehow traded with someone who had an extra. I only got the two that I wanted. I got black in the drop bag in my blind pack, and then I got purple from the mustard. Mustard's not bad. <laughs> my girlfriend and I had had some, and, you know, it, it worked. Well, it's it like, was like, you know, you say, like, they're total sweethearts, and it's like, you know, they, they can act like sweethearts around you, but then they get back to their hotel room, and they're like, oh, my God, fuck these nerds, you know? Well... I'm not, say- I'm not saying they do, but you know there are probably some of them that do. Yeah, Jack Guzman, he he really is a really good guy. Um, I've actually talked to him on social media. We, we actually follow each other on Instagram, and we've actually commented on each other's things a few times. Um, so... He's a really good guy. Like we, I had a good on the podcast. <laughs> I got a, re- I had a really good conversation with him. Uh, he's really busy. Oh yeah, I was joking. If you've seen his Instagram, he's at auditions every single day. He is. Oh yeah, you gotta. He is hitting the pavement. Yep. Him and Yoshi. Him and Yoshi Sadarso are hitting the pavement hard. Brennan, in some capacity, is as well. But he's got other avenues that he's exploring. Um, Should we bring up that it was Brennan's birthday the other day? Oh shit! It was. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's also he, to this, but like you know, he's also a really great guy. Uh, yeah. The brief, the the like we, I had a conversation with him at the signing, and like I, I it felt genuine. It really did feel genuine when I was I mean, talking yeah, like, to him and Michael Tabor. Like I don't like Troy. Troy annoys me. <laughs> But I bet the actor is Andrew awesome. Gray is Andrew, hilarious. No, I bet Andrew Gray is great. He is fucking hilarious. Like, there's a lot of characters I don't like from Power Rangers, for one reason or another. But I bet the actor is amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, some sometimes you can like a character and the actor ends up being a dick. A.K. Well, technically, I didn't. Really like the world to begin with, so Samuel Benta being a dick didn't really surprise me. Um, I'm going to say more along the lines of, um, let me see, I'm trying to pull one out of my head. 
Mm, scanning through, scanning through. <laughs> uh, <It's> exaggeration. <laughs> it's it's actually really tough to find one that isn't Jason David Frank. Right. I mean, some of them have gotten to the point where they've started to act like that. Steve Cardenas, Austin St. John. Um, because uh, I haven't seen Austin St. John act like that. He I've seen Steve no. Cardenas and um, he he doesn't Jason act Fount. like that in person. Jason Font's fine. Like he he kind of acts that way, but he's doing it in a joking manner um, because he's a jokester. Um, but Austin St. John, in the sense that he was only at his booth at specific times for signings and was gone otherwise wasn't at the 6th ranger panel he like he wasn't at specific things that he was supposed to be at and things just when he came back into the fandom that was probably when he was at his peak but then sort of the ego got to him well I mean you also don't know what he had to do outside of it no, I I don't really know, but I mean, like his if his mother or father's still alive, it could be going through cancer, right? You know, I, or something like that. So I'm I not, honestly yeah. don't know. So I'm not really one to judge. I'm just seeing saying from what I saw at Morphicon, it seemed like he wasn't as attentive to his fans as say Johnny Young Bosch was. Who, if he still wasn't at a panel, he was there. If he wasn't at a panel. He was at his booth, signing, 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 chatting, laughing his ass off. And then the Eyeshine concert, he did free pictures. Cool. At the Eyeshine concert. Well, well, yeah, I, I would hope so. Like, it, it's a cool gesture, don't get me wrong. But, like, <clears throat> like, you have people show up and pay for tickets to see you perform a concert. Eyeshine and was a free concert. Oh, I was a free concert. Oh, well, I take that back then. Yeah, that's they had their cool. merch. Free pictures. They had their merch booth in the back, and um, they said free pictures for everyone who was there. You can get something right. autographed from them if you bought something there for free. Oh yeah, but I just the picture. picture the picture was free. Also, sweaty hugs were free. <laughs> and then the following day at the closing ceremonies when Johnny Young Bosch came up on like one of those electric trikes I was like what are you guys waiting in line for wait we have yeah. closing ceremonies god I wish someone <laughs> would have gotten that on some sort of footage of it oh I wish I did because it was fucking hilarious well, well like I said I was still surprised Johnny Young Bosch went cause it's like this is a Power Rangers convention it's not gonna have anything to do with anime you know that right well, Neil Kaplan was there too, and he's voice acting as a as Zarkon, as many other characters. He was there. Oh, that guy! He did uh, 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 yeah, green, black, and green dude from In Space. Mm-hmm. What the hell was his name? Spectre. No, because no, that's why all I could think of was Dark Spectre. That's who it is. I think. No, no, Dark Spectre was... Dark Honda... Ecliptor. Ecliptor, there you go. Was yeah, like Dark Spectre was Something the, about uh, the moon. Something about yeah. the moon. Dark Spectre was the main big bad that they reused the... Turbo. Suit ter- from the Turbo movie for. Yeah. Malagor. 
or Malagos. Malagos is from World of Warcraft. I've been playing that too much. Yeah, it's Malagor. Um, yeah, but this isn't the Morphicon recap, but this is how no. much we're despising these episodes. Yeah. We're not even I'm talking watching. about the Halloween episode, which no. actually somehow sort of progressed the plot slightly. Yeah. Because now all the rangers are back together again. Yeah, because, you know, Prince Philip and Dad, Dad. appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> Well, no, Kendall and Ivan called them in. Did they? Off screen. Did, did I miss that part? It was I'm not going to lie, I skipped through the episode. Uh, I don't really remember the episode too much, but they might have, but... Yeah. I, yeah. I kind of, like, I'm interested to see what they do for the finale in going forward. And I will admit, um, I predicted... Uh, remember how I told you when it was going to come down to... Zenowing actually finally transforming mm-hmm. into the Silver Ranger that I knew what scene they were going to use. Yeah. I was right. <laughs> they're going to, they're going to use that same exact scene from the episode of Kyoto. So I called it. I'm like, "Yep. Okay." Well, okay. I haven't seen I haven't seen the new episode yet. I'm going to probably watch it sometime this week. Oh, and- also, one of the other reasons why Power Rangers is lacking in a lot of things in when they went into Zord mode and they did that cannon thing where mm-hmm. it was like the torso of the Titanozord and it had all of the um, dino chargers in it and it shot the giant beam out. Yeah. First of all, in Kyojur, that was huge. Like, that was the whole reason why uh, Torin, uh, or that was the whole reason why the other Zords were gone was because they tried to channel it into the giant beam and in doing so destroyed all of the other like excess zords the ones that don't have one anymore oh. and in this one it was just kind of like another just you know splash in the pan um the other thing is when they shot that you could tell that destroyed him because again it killed it did it just completely obliterated the Doomwing version in Kyojur. But in this one, you could see it. Like, his body started to, like, completely break down and get destroyed. And then next thing you know, he's rolling in the sand on the ground. And it's like... You you can't do that. He just got completely just obliterated. And now he's rolling on the ground completely fully healed. Like, you you, you can't do that. Because the, the other main thing about the, the giant chest beam thing was that they couldn't do it unless um, the silver mech, I forgot what it was called, and... Um, Bragigas? Yeah. Bragigas, yeah, okay, Bragigas, yeah. yeah. This is the guy who yeah. hasn't watched a single episode. Yeah, of I know. Major. It's, again, it's one thirty in the morning. I'm not thinking clearly. Um... Bragigas didn't have a partner. He didn't have a ranger. It was just Bragigas and Torin, who was kind of the chosen one, but not the chosen one at the same time. And in order to use that beam again, Bragigas needed the silver ranger. It needed a partner. And that's when it came down to Torin going, I'm not part of the evil organization anymore. So when he started getting weaker... I started getting more I started get or he started getting more powerful. I started getting weaker. So I'm going to use brave or bravery whatever 
as the new power source for me. And then he transforms into silver. They do a thing, you know, roll call thing for the hell of it. And then they form the um, they form the big chest beam thing in the next next episode and kill the doom wing of that world. And in this one, they've reversed it. They've formed the beam cannon, shot it at Doomwing, which didn't kill him by any means, even though it should have been, like, almost the most powerful weapon they have. And it's just inconsistencies. Chalk it up. Another freaking, you know, another check mark for the reasons why Power Rangers is horrible right now. Yeah, I'm more excited for the movie than I am for this for Ninja oh, Steel hands and for down. the current TV show. I mean, it's cool that Yoshi's brother Peter is the blue, continuing on the Blue Ranger legacy. I mean, that's like really cool and all. Um, we will still watch Ninja Steel. If it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's not. Yo, I just thought of something funny. Huh. What would happen if Yoshi or Peter's wife, like? Ninja and then Juoger. What would happen if Yoshi or Peter's wife became the Power Rangers version of Juo Shark? I don't know if they're actors, but that would be really cool. To continue on the Blue Ranger legacy. <laughs> if they were actors, then that would be awesome. I'm not. Well, I mean, I don't think Yoshi and Peter had that many acting jobs. They both before. did a lot of stunt acting, so they had oh, technic- stunt acting. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at the actors for like the Power Rangers movie. I'd like to know what their what type of background they have for stunts. Just looking at Naomi Cam. No, B- is that her name? Pink. Um, Naomi Na- something. S- Scott. Naomi Scott. Yeah. When she does the martial arts pose in the trailer, you can just look at it and go, that is someone who has no idea what they're doing. And it's just, it's very apparent. And I feel like if, you know, how, how many times have we gone to a season where no, where the main characters for the show have no clue how to do martial arts? They could do some of the basic things, but overall, they can't. Well, other than Cassie making that really racist comment in Passing of the Torch, uh, she said, you know, it's in my DNA. Oh. Yeah, I watched Passing the Torch with uh, the Ranger Command commentary, so that was fun. It was fun just syncing Netflix to Eric's audio because he accidentally left the uh, t- uh, Netflix audio in. He left the Netflix audio. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, Eric. It happens. I know it happens. <laughs> Shit happens. I uh, don't fault him for that. It's It was just fun syncing it up and having a weird echoey version of it on my TV. Um, you know, I, I think I have a way of making the Toku part go faster. For now, hmm. we don't talk about the we don't talk about Dino Charge until the finale. Yeah, until we've watched the final episodes. I mean, it's just gonna be 
you know, it's going to be filler after filler, and then it's going to be like, hey, guess what? The final two episodes. It's more like the final three episodes from the episode yeah. descriptions that I've been reading. That after the Silver Ranger episode, it's sort of a little more streamlined for the last four episodes. A little. A so little. we have, what, five episodes left? Yeah, well, four episodes, five episodes including the one that aired yesterday. Yesterday. Well, or two days, two days ago. ago for you. Yeah. On Saturday. On Saturday. Yeah. So the season's coming to a close really cl- really quickly, but yeah, it's going to be happy. it's going to be padded out with hiatuses. Yep. Because there's probably going to be one taken either this week or next week. Or around Halloween. Probably Halloween. There might we'll be a Halloween special the whole weekend. What I'm thinking, looking at the, um, at least looking at the IMDB stuff. Uh, Dino Charge. <sighs> Because, um, let's see, where is it? 44 episodes. 44? What? 44. Okay, so, Freaky Fright Day and Wings of Danger. Um, what? What? That, no. These episode descriptions don't make sense. (laughs) Wings of Danger, which aired on the 15th. So then what aired... Let's see. Then what aired on... Oh, that's right. Trick or Trial aired on the 8th. So Trick or Trial is technically episode 21. It goes to episode 22 because here comes Hexamus. The Christmas episode. So we've got Freaky Fright Day, which is more akin to an actual Halloween episode. The Rangers are determined to catch a vandal who has been spray painting the museum. Uh, Snide convinces Arcanon that he can help steal the Energems. Warg World, which is a new exhibit comes to the Amber Beach Museum. Warg, the robotic caveman. Um, Arcanon sends a musician duo whose music can turn listeners into zombies. And then the Rangers Rock, Edge of Extinction, and End of Extinction. Rangers Rock? Great. More NZ boys. Yeah, and Edge of Extinction and End of Extinction deal with spoilers going and spoiling spoil as they must go to a spoil spoil for their spoil spoil with spoil and spoil. Amazing. Hmm? What was that? Noises. (laughs) And then here comes Hexamus. (laughs) Uh, Rangers receive mysterious secret Santa gifts. They uncover an evil plot to ruin Christmas. As oh, you know. Yes, they are doing it. Oh, please. 
please don't fuck this up. This was so good in Kyoujer. Like, it was really good, and it was a two-episode thing, which really irritates me because they're breaking it down into one, which means it's going to be yet another clusterfuck. Let's hope they don't have a B-plot, because if it is... I'm not going to be happy. Chase needing to get home for Christmas again. Right. <laughs> well, no, because... Well, I was going to say, they're technically in New Zealand. They're, they're in New Zealand. They're, it's like, uh. Yeah, so then we're going to... That's enough of Power Rangers because I'm getting irritated. Yeah. <laughs> um, Juo Jerk happened. Every time we talk about Power Rangers, I just get even more irritated. Juo Jerk happened. Um, Misao still doesn't understand self confidence. Um, Worst part of the show. And I that think comes it was. From someone with anxiety and depression. I'm. Yeah. His is, it's just, like, he is, is just like this is over dramatization of it. Like, oh yeah, like he makes you, pancakes and someone tells him, "Oh my god, how, it's like why even do that? You can't even see the pancakes." And then he just has like a mental breakdown, and it's like, dude, they're fucking pancakes. Like, holy shit, get over it. Like, I, I would honestly like. Leo tends to be the person like, oh my god, you're so annoying. Like, I wouldn't even say that. I'd be like, dude, you need to stop. Seriously. Get over it. And I'd be the asshole of the group. Yeah. Then, you know, sumo wrestling. Which was funny. Like... The whole sumo wrestling subplot was funny. And it actually played into everything. And that's how you do a B-plot. Yeah. That is literally how you do a B-plot. It's something, circle. something minor that you don't think would do anything with the episode. And then spin it around and, oh, look, it has, it's like the flashbacks in Arrow. Yeah. The flashbacks in Arrow are best when they relate to what's going on in the episode. Like when Oliver was training the newbies, and it's the same exercise he learned when he was with the Bratva. Yeah, and then there was the... Um, the the one guy that came in while Oliver was tied to the chair, and then he dislocated his thumbs to get him out. And then later, when he was taken into the room, he showed that he didn't have the handcuffs on anymore because he dislocated his thumbs and it's like, oh hey, it's coming full circle cool there was a point to it that's how you work a B-plot in right and Power Rangers needs to learn how to do that because exploding cakes means nothing unless you use an exploding cake as a finishing attack come on come on funny enough uh, the move that guy uses in Gokaiger mm-hmm. is called uh, Triple Drill Dream. Uh, in Dino Charge or in Kyoujer, the the move that the ice cream cone monster used was like Triple Drill Cream. Yeah. Or something like that, and it even had the same animation. 
but it was supposed to be a nod. It wasn't supposed to be like, wow, they just kind of reused it. No, they actually... That was the point. And I thought I thought that was cool. They didn't really make mention of it in the crappy episode that was Dino Charge. Well, Dino Charge apparently doesn't exist in the major Power Ranger timeline. <clears throat> There's no references. <clears throat> well, no. Why, why would they do references? The other shows don't exist. What are you talking about? There's no team-ups. There's no references. Yeah. Because I guess Megaforce was the end of that universe. Because Megaforce tied everything back together into one nice little box with a bow on top. With RPM kind of just hanging off as like the uh, the name tag. Yeah. Because it's part of the universe, but it's not formally attached to it. But, you know, nobody's giving a shit. Um, back to uh, Chuoger. Nothing really happens. That's an understatement. Less than nothing happens. <laughs> Um, like, they got Jewel Whale, turns into its own thing. It's going to soon combine with everything else and become well, they, a really ugly looking thing. They got that at the end of September. Like, they've just been using it for everything. And he, we did get to see the Jewel Gorilla transformation into Jewel Whale, which was neat. But that's about it. Yeah. We didn't see the Juo Eagle to Juo Whale to Juo... No, Juo Eagle to Juo Gorilla to Juo Whale. That's going to happen soon. If they can even fit the the whale thing over the gorilla hand. Well, they did. Oh, did they? When he transformed from gorilla to whale. Did I miss that? I honestly don't remember really anything that happens in the show. That was the only thing I remembered, and also that Amu kicked ass in the sumo wrestling ring... I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, I, I skipped through the episode. I've been skipping through a lot of Juoja and Power Rangers. Yeah. Because, like, like I'll, I'll, put the, I'll download the episodes, I'll start watching them, and then just something will happen, and I'll be like, okay, yep, I know what's gonna happen. Yep. Like, yep. There's and it nothing, happened. Cool. End of episode. There's nothing, like, functionally wrong with Juoja, it's just... It's not really going anywhere fast. Yeah. It's sort of taking its nice little time before they they do the super duper crazy ass combination. Yep. Because the last couple episodes were a bit more fillery, but you know you can do that in a show that has between forty seven and fifty one episodes. Yeah. Not with a twenty episode season, but that's beside the point. Because I really just want to get to X Aid, because. Yep. We've got some news first. Because this is the tease that we've been teasing I th- since the I very th- beginning of this episode. The trailer I think I went to go find, I think, is literally the one in the article. It is. I didn't even know it was there. It is. Because you were talking about it. Oh, this is longer. It. I haven't seen this one. You were talking about it, and I'm like, yeah. So... In weird crossovers continuing, we now have the Common Rider Movie Wars, Common Rider Ghost, Common Rider X Aid, and Doctor Pac Man. 
I'm gonna let that sink in for a second. Pac-Man. I'm not gonna it, lie. I am excited. The, on, the only way I could get even more excited for this is if they announce the other writers come back and reprise their roles. I don't even need transformation scenes. Give me voices. I'm good. Do you really think they'll bring Haruto's voice actor back? They could. I mean, they should. If, I mean, at the, at the, with the trailer, if you, if you watch right at the end... And they have that full lineup of all the characters. I feel like if you had that lineup and you did not have the correct voices for it, at the very least, it wouldn't be as cool. Like, and they've done it before, obviously. How many different movies have we had where, like, Forze had a different voice actor two years after the show aired? So it's entirely possible... I would just hope... And also a voice actor that didn't match Forze. Oh, yeah. Entirely. Was actually... Believe it or not, the guy who did the voice actor for Forze, I don't know if it was in all of the ones, but in one of the movies, was the guy who did uh, Urataros from Deno, who was the blue guy. So. Weird. Yeah. Um, so, this movie, man, like, I, like I said, I love XA. I don't care. Like it's goofy, but it's that certain le- it's that level of goofy that I actually enjoy. It's the right goofiness. Yeah. Like when you start your show out with, I mean, yeah, it's a virus taking over the world, but you introduce your characters as these goofy gamers who are also just so happen to be doctors who have personality quirks that are really freaking weird. It it's the goofiness. Of Drive and Ghost in the right way. Yeah. Because in Drive and Ghost, they were just the stereotypical toku facial expressions. And here, the stereotypical toku facial expressions actually work. I will admit, the one thing I'm getting a little irritated with is every time um, Emu, which apparently is just the name we're calling him now... He M? goes to tra- <laughs> M. He goes to transform into uh, level one form, and he presses the button on the gas hat or the gashat, whatever the hell you want to call it. Yeah, and gashat. The wind, the wind picks up, and he gets that smirk on his face. I'm like, are we gonna have to deal with that every time? With uh, I'm thinking it's also with every writer because I think uh, uh, Brave also had that for like a brief second. But we kind of looked over it because he just had this scowl on his face. Because uh, he is such He's a weird character. So he is such a weird character. It's like, oh, we got a pie. Mm, sorry. Um, scalpel? Scalpel? Nothing I can't cut or something like that. It's a fucking pie, dude. Come on. Yeah. And that's getting into the episode talk, but... Yeah, so the Movie Wars will have the last five, or last four writers, as well as X-Aid, so Ghost Drive, Gaim, Wizard, respectively, and Pac-Man, the newest common writer. No, he's not the newest common writer. But we're gonna get, we're gonna get a Pac-Man gashat. We're gonna get a gashat of, uh, Pac-Man. Well, it says, I'm guessing he's gonna be the villain. 
because it says Dr. Pac-Man versus X-Aid and Ghost with Legend Riders. So, is that going to be like Pac-Man from Pixels? I hope not. There's a picture of that online. You you see him as Dr. Pac-Man and then he turns human form and it's Adam Sandler. Although still um, Pac-Man makes sense. Hopefully someone does a parody dub of this called Pixels 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, mm. the weirdest thing is people are like, wait, this can happen? Bandai Namco or Namco Bandai owns the rights to Pac-Man and Bandai having a major stake in Kamen Rider and Sentai as a whole, they sort of have sway to allow something. Um, also, there was a yellow-orange form that we saw on set. So, it's either Dr. Pac-Man or Pac-Man form for X-Aid. So... You can still hear me, right? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, because uh, my computer was just flipping a shit for a second there. Oh. I hope my, I hope my recording's alright. Double-check like that. It's it slowed down and... Mm, that's gonna be fun to edit for you then. Yeah, I'll double. What what's uh what's the minute count that you're going at right now? Uh, I'm just about to hit 149. Uh, yeah, I'm like six seconds away. Cause I started okay. a couple seconds after you. Yeah. Okay. So we should be fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Everything just kind of lagged out for a second. Yeah. Oopsies. But yeah, so this is going to be a thing. Uh, movie's going to be in theater. It's going to be... Uh, okay, so it's Common Rider Heisei Generations, colon, Dr. Pac-Man versus x and Ghost with Legend Riders. Yep. So... This is insane. Um, I can't wait. I really can't. Yeah. It's just, we have to, because when does the movie come out? December, December 10th. 10th. Which so means we won't get it until like April. April, late April, April May. May. Because yeah. it depends on who's subbing it, and more than likely, I'm gonna say TV Nihon's gonna have it out first. Oh, TV Nihon will. Def. Well, I don't know if they'll have it out first, because you know, overtime might not be doing XA, but Excite is still getting it out pretty quick. Like, first or second day afterwards. Yeah. Like, actually, if I look it up now... Uh, Excite Subs? Nope, still no episode three yet. But, I mean, with these movies, overtime lagged on them greatly. And we've... I've actually watched the TV Nihon versions of... A lot of the, um, Versus movies... Because overtime has sort of slacked behind it, and I'm gonna say, excite might as well to focus more so on the episodes. Well, see, we, us X. Well, to, to be fair, overtime had a lot they were doing. They were doing the two new shows, uh, plus the Garo show that was going on, plus two um, other shows, plus two other shows. So they, they had like four shows, three to four shows per week. On top of everything else they were doing, they were they're trying to complete uh, Deku Ranger and Time I Ranger think, and Time Ranger. Um, 
and then all then, then the movies. So it's just sort of like they had so much on their plate that it's not not really surprising it took them a little bit longer. And I feel with X with Xite, it's just Xite. So yeah. I feel like they'll probably get it out pretty quick. As soon as there's a decent rip of the movie, they'll put it out. Yeah. But continuing on with the X-Aid news. Um, second quarter catalog listings, we get new weapons, new gashats, and Common Rider Paradox. So, because <clears throat> uh, these two are sort of together. So, X-Aid will receive an upgrade due to Mighty Bros. Double X Gashat, which will give um, him double action gamer level XXRL or R slash L and he'll be armed with armed with the Gashikon Key Slasher and it's not I guess it's not Genmu because it's we, we're still going to call it Genmu because Emu, Genmu yeah I guess the U was dropped um, uses a different henshin device than other riders his main weapon the Gashikon Bug Visor triggers his transformation when used with the Bugster Buckle He'll receive a sec paladin. You have a typo. Um, second gashat, not sec secong. Second. The dangerous Second. zombie. The dangerous zombie gashat to become common rider Genmu zombie gamer level X. And last but certainly not least, a sixth. So we're we're going crazy here. We're yeah. literally getting Gaim levels of riders here. I was gonna say Ryuki level riders. Ryuki as well. Ryuki had a lot. I looked at the list. I'm like, ah, yeah. ah, ah. There were like thirteen, I think, total by the time Rookie was over, including movie writers. Yeah, there were three that were movie exclusive for Rookie. Gaim has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I think like seven or so movie exclusive writers. Including the, uh... Well, to be fair, they also got V-Cinemas. The V-Cinemas, and also... Rookie, because rookie of how did. many forms are interchangeable between the writers, it's literally millions of combinations. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so we've got the sixth common Rider, common Rider Paradox, equipped with the Gashakon Gear Duel, with two unique forms, Puzzle Gamer and Fighter Gamer. And if we move on to the second of the catalog images posts, it actually has pictures. Hey. So, uh... Oh, that's Paradox, huh? I think Paradox is the orange-green one. Oh, I was thinking Paradox was the, uh... The Genmu. With, like, no. The um, I, that's Genmu Zombie. Because if you look below it, there's the zombie Gashat right there. And then I think there's the the one next to it is the um, mighty double uh, X because that sort of looks like what a mighty double X gashat would look like. I can't zoom in on this photo. Um, and then paradox is actually it looks like paradox is the one with the red hair and the blue hair. Um, yeah, because it looks like, um, 
the orange and bluish one. Um, oh, okay. Okay, so there's the picture. I want to zoom in on that a bit. Yep. I'm gonna say Henshin into Paradox Fighter Gamer level in red. Okay, so yeah, so Paradox is the red and blue because it said so in the article. Fighter Gamer in red, Puzzle Gamer in blue. Okay. Uh, Gamu his Bug Visor Explored, Silver Armor, X Aid. Mighty Bros X. And I th think... So that'll be the... Oh yeah, okay, I see. With the double... With the double gashat. So instead of the thin plastic, it's like... It's doubled. Okay, so, so the orange... The orange-green one is... That's... That's the Mighty... The x Aid Mighty Bros X. Okay. Okay, because... That was what I was confused on. So then the other yeah. one is... The Drago Night Hunter. Drago Night Hunter, which looks like a combination of all three other writers' forms into one. Because yep. if you look, it has lasers. Well, no, it yeah, because it has laser shoulders, and laser shoulders are the left shoulder of Sniper and right shoulder of Brave. But what? Okay. I don't. I don't fully understand that because it's showing it's a combination of the other three, but the shoulders, the sh the shoulders are def the, sh the the left shoulder is definitely more yellow than it is the neon yellow greenish color. Yeah. Um, I don't exactly know how the shoot how um, snipe is gonna fit into this, but because it mostly just looks like the chest is. X aid, the right shoulder is brave and the left shoulder is laser, is it? Yeah. Or is it is it laser or racer? Because yellow is all about racing. Uh well it could just be due to the romanization. I think it's laser, but it might be oh, racer. Said, yeah, I'm thinking it might be racer, not laser. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, I don't know. Like, either way, the suits are interesting. And as a Miami Dolphins NFL fan, I'm liking the Bro Double X one. Yeah. Oh, and also <laughs> Ryder Gashats. Oh yeah. Well, you knew that was gonna happen. Oh, I know. But there's no Ghost Gashat. We've got Drive. Gaim, Wizard, Forze, O's, and Double. Where's the Ghost Kashat? It's probably going to be a special movie release. Yeah. Alongside the uh, the X Aid Gashapon, not Gashapon. Uh, uh, icon. I, well, the X Aid so. Icon has already been released. Oh, has it? Yeah. Um, because I the, know it was uh, in the last episode of Ghost. But yeah, the TV, the the toy YouTubers that I watch, um, Brian Shukin, Shukwin Shinobi, he already has Shukwin. it. Huh. Yeah, he already has it. Um, it's it, proven me wrong. 
it literally says the same thing in the Ghost Driver that the Heisei icon says. It's the same pins. So it doesn't have any unique sounds that is inside lame. the Ghost Driver. I mean, it's not ex- it's not unexpected, but it's lame. Yeah. This is, why I, this is why I want them to release, like, a driver that just has a USB port. And then you just go to a website and you download most, more songs and it goes on, like, a mini hard drive. But so see, that was activated. That would take effort. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and this is Bandai we're talking about. To be fair, Bandai of Japan is a lot better than Bandai of America. Yeah. Hands down, like like leagues beyond better than Bandai of America. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. All you got to do is show the Mobirates compared to the um Whatever the hell it was in Megaforce. The Super Megaforce Morpher, whatever the hell it's called. You just compare the two. The Legendary Morpher? Yeah, there you go. You compare the two, just the way they look, the way they sound, the way you play with them. Overall, yeah, Sentai. Always better with toys. Just another reason why Power Rangers is weaker than Sentai. Yeah. I'm not getting back on that train. I'm not getting back on that train. Yeah, let's, the show? let's talk about x because, yes. News is done. News is done. So, x we've got the first two episodes, and I'm quite content. Oh, looks like the new Juodra episode's already out on Overtime, and it looks like they're pulling Uncle Mario and wearing their animal heads on top of them, and then oh, when yes. they do the, and then when they do the, like, pose, it's, their animals also have the animal heads on. This is gonna be a dumb episode. Well, it's kind of like the Shinkenger episode, where they had the masks and they look like their animals. I forgot that that was an actual episode. Yep. Shinkenger's more of a blur to me because I binged all of it at once. (laughs) Because I was in between hiatus of first half of... uh, So, can I I point something out? With X-Aid? No, with this screenshot of the Juoja thing. Oh, yeah. It's wrong, first of all, because uh, red is right, yellow is right, green is right, white has a zebra oh. and blue has a seal what the fuck I just so, noticed that right now like what like you just picked a random one that had the same color which also doesn't make any sense because there's no such thing as a red eagle or green elephant so why why <sighs> wouldn't you give her a shark head and a tiger head it's a very good question but then, of course, people will say, well, you're bringing logic into a kid show. And it's like, kids are going to notice. And I'll say this right now. Japanese kids are, like, not largely smarter, but smarter. I would say kids. more attentive. Yeah. Or at least... Sen- at least Toei tends to give the Japanese kids the more benefit of the doubt compared to Saban and Power Rangers which again we're going in that bucket again 
God damn, it just keeps going back to that. So X Aid, what happened in X Aid? Stuff. <laughs> Have we talked about X Aid shows at all yet, or no? No, this is the first two episodes okay. of X Aid, so it got crazy. So it starts out with the guy playing the game, and then gets dragged in by a random nurse, just like Shinosuke was reeled in by Kiriko in the first episode. Uh, we learn about the kid being sick, and he's like, I want to help him, and then they go down to the CR place and they kick him out. Yeah. And then we find out that the Asuna is actually secretly working with him. And the only way we can save it is if we operate with him. How? Using this driver. That makes no sense, but let's do it anyway. And she's looking for genius master gamer M, and he's like, oh, hey, that's me, Transform. And she's like, hey, well, alright like, then. He's like, oh, no, you can't survive the, the, the transformation, blah, blah, the game won't. Wait, why is the game loading? And he's like, I am the masterful gamer, Emo. And then he just puts the gashat in. And it's like mighty action X, blah blah blah. Game loads and all that. I am a common writer. I'm a common writer. And that's the only reason. Next Morphicon, I am going to go buy an XA driver just for that reason. If you do, you buy that. I am mm. making you do a video of a transformation. Okay. I mean, I have the Go Busters changer as well. <laughs> and this well, Go is. Busters doesn't exist in Power Rangers. So. No. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I don't care. Uh, this is. It. <sighs> this show just makes me happy on so many levels. I can't even talk right now. <laughs> like, the video game references are on point. Everything you know, is just on um, point. Oh, yeah. Uh, the video game references, the best part was in the first episode where he went to go do his finisher and he took out the gashat, uh, the gashat, blew on it, and then put it in the side slot. Which, by that the way, is its own separate toy. It the doesn't come with the belt. The it finisher. Come with the belt. Wow. I guess that makes sense because there's no sounds. Are the driver no the actual gashat? The driver has no sounds. The gashats have all the sounds. Oh. The weapons have sounds. The gashats. We're going that route this year. Alright. I never know what route they're going to do. Because sometimes, you know, like with the icons, there's no sounds in the icons. Mm -hmm. It's all in the driver. But then you go to, like, double, all the sounds are in the Gaia memories, not in the belt. So. And this one has trouble. mirrors. This one has a bunch of mirrors. Yeah, because I it, that. yeah, and um, I won't. I won't lie. If I had the money, I'd buy one too. I'm all into the role play type stuff. I just don't buy the figures because I don't care about them. I just want the gash hat, the gash hats. It's gonna be really yeah. hard to say because it's because we thought it was gas hats, but it's gas really gashat. Well, because it's. I think it's more of like a sound. Like, because, like, that's what uh, Excite sub says. They weren't sure how they were going to actually subtitle the sound of it going into the driver. Because they do it, like, click and load or something like that. 
but then did you get TV Nihon that translate uh, that just puts it as like uh, G A S H and then like six A's and then like two T's and an O at the end. So like I don't know if uh, you know Gashato is like a you know click in and out you know type thing. I don't know if it's like an onomatopoeia for it or not onomatopoeia. No, it's, it would. You got it right. It's onomatopoeia. What, is that is that right? Like a word that describe that is like that describes the, the sound. Yeah, like boom. Yeah. Okay. And like whoosh. Boom, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, do. I know my words. I'm just never sure. About it. <laughs> yeah. Onomatopoeia. Like, it's a so really fun word is. to try to spell. Oh yeah. And one of the longest words in the hum- in the English language. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Being the longer. Yep. The longest, I think. Oh. Unless you count supercalifragilisticexpialidocious as a real word, which I don't know. Still shorter than anti-disestablishmentarianism. Also true. Joe Manginello teases himself and Anna Kendrick as Deathstroke and Bat and Robin in the new Batman movie. Anna Kendrick just really likes teasing herself as characters because she was in that new Ben Affleck movie, The Accountant. Well, yeah, and she's teased herself as wanting to be, uh... Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl, so... Anyway, with X8, it's like... I don't really know what to talk about. All of it was just so good. The fact that you see a pixelation of the world whenever they activate the game world, or that each gamer driver creates its own gamer field... Yeah, because as we too. saw in episode two, Braves and X Aids crossed over. Yeah, like Brave gets the chests, whereas X Aid gets the boxes. And then I know from the new episode, uh, Snipe gets like barrels. Yeah. So. Which I wonder if Snipe's a Snipe uh, is a uh, Ryoma fan. Yeah, I know it's kind of funny, right? <laughs> The transformation the s- form has got the piece hanging, like the piece of plastic or whatever hanging down in front. And, and the skunk hair. And hair has the, yeah. It's kind of funny. I really want those two to meet somehow and just be like, dude, don't steal my hair. And then they transform. And he's like, didn't I tell you not to steal my hair? <laughs> <sighs> like, overall, like, these first two episodes have been everything I wanted Ghost to be and more. Yeah. In terms of just fun. Like, Ghost had its moments. It had its pretty, pretty dope moments. But... Eh. Ghost was kind of lackluster in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, like, it was... It had... Again, it had its moments. But... It was fun. There were some funny moments. There's some funny cliched moments that happen throughout the series but overall it's not one of my higher ranking common rider series yeah. it's it's still above wizard in my opinion so you know wizard's probably going to stay in the bottom of the list for a while i mean of the of the rider series i've seen like I don't know if I could have a number one. Like, I, I keep wanting to make, like, Kabuto my number one. But I really think that's only because it was the first Rider series I had ever seen. Um, but, like... The, 
it's really hard to say the best. It really is. Because for me, it's always weird. Like, I'll go year by year saying, I, you know, I love it and it's the best. Well, not every year because, you know, last year. But, like, <laughs> that's what I do. It's like, I'm like, oh, my God, this is the best. And then it goes by, oh, my God, this is the best. I've done that with music, too. Like, you know, I used to say that Drive, Drive's theme was the best one in the past few years. And then we started watching Ghost. And I didn't exactly like the theme song. And then it was used in the show. And I'm like, all right, I'll give it a second shot. And then I listened to it almost nonstop. However, as soon as I heard... Well, no, actually, no, I take that back. I take that 100% back. When we first heard the X8 theme song, I didn't think I was going to like it. Because it was essentially just like... It's like K-pop. Every year, it's like a rock song somehow. And now it's... X Aid, and it's like this digital, you know, stuff, and it's it's not the same. And I don't know, I don't know if I like it. A week later, and like three hundred hours of listening to the song, I like it. You're still <laughs> listening to it right now. Uh, I'm not listening to it right now, no, because I'm trying to. Con- <laughs> it's it's quarter after two in the morning. I'm trying to have all of my attention span on this. Yeah, I know. I'm just giving you shit. <laughs> but like I've I've listened to it so many times and like and, and like I said I like using the theme song for shows in other things like uh, the closers Pokemon for season. episodes. Well, like well, yeah, I will. You'll be hearing that in a second. It's only the one minute TV version, but you know the other version, the full version hasn't come out yet. Um, like in in the last. In the current Pokemon season, it's ending soon, and Sun and Moon is starting with the horrible anime that it is. Or animation that it is. Don't um, remind me. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... They... There was a scene... Where... They all kind of teamed up against... I'm not, I'm not going to spoil things, just in case somebody randomly is watching it and hasn't made it there yet. But there was a scene where it was like, you could tell this was climactic. This was the end of the year-long struggle that was the show. And I was in the kick of using the ghost theme song in random situations where you wouldn't think it belonged. And I used it for it. Not only did it fit, not only did the song actually fit the scenario, it was perfectly timed. I click play on the song it played throughout the entire scenario and as soon as the song ended the enemy was killed or destroyed whatever knocked out or whatever fainted well no like again it'd be going into spoilers to tell you what they had to defeat but like it was like destroyed like kaboom oh okay so but yeah, yeah, I do, I do that often. It's a thing because music does a hell of a lot for scenes. Looking at you, Power Rangers, <laughs> and back onto that, the movie soundtrack better be phenomenal. Yes, we because better get a fantastic rendition of Go Go Power Rangers. Like the Halsey cover set the mood perfectly for the trailer. 
Like, I, I loved it, too. When I first saw it, I'm like, okay, we're going to sit down and all of a sudden hear the... I'm like, oh, that's amazing. That is awesome. Is that the cover you're talking about? Or the music that was used? The music that was over, playing over... Like, all the scenes and stuff? Yeah, the... I walk the line. Okay. That That's Halsey. Okay. She's a fantastic human being. Also, as a side note, this sound... My girlfriend and I are both in love with her. This sound is actually my wizard ring I've just been screwing around with. So that's also where, like, the... came from. So, just anybody listening and wondering, that's where it was coming from. I've been trying to keep myself entertained and, like, focused. Yeah, it's getting late. The ranting helps, but, you know. It's getting late for me, too, and I've got class in the morning. Actually, I don't have class till the afternoon, so... That works for you. It does. I still have to wake up at, like, 7 in the morning. Ouch. Yeah, well, when I drive siblings around. You know. Get a car. I have a car. No, I mean siblings. Uh, They're too young to start driving. Oh, God. I forgot how much older I am than you. Yeah, they're sort of more reliant on me, and... That's how I get my car paid, so... Yeah. I mean, hell. As long as, like, you get something for it, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not just, you're gonna cart them around, you know, but we're really not gonna help you in any other way. No, it's like, you're gonna cart them around, and we'll pay for things for your car if need be. Car payment, insurance, gas, all taken care of by this. That works. All I have to do is pay for the oil changes and the car washes. And you know what you can do when you wake up and... All the people are brought to where they need to. Go back to sleep. I was going to say binge watch Toku, but that works too. Well, no. I have to watch roughly half an hour's worth of Final Fantasy VII. Why? Homework assignment. Ah, okay. Yeah. It's brilliant. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I had a, I had a, music, uh, a music class where... We had to pick an artist or group that's been around for at least a decade, and we had to like write like a uh, not a report, but we had to give like a presentation. And I'm just the first thing that popped into my head. I didn't even listen to him that much, and I still really don't. Was Metallica. So I just did like a fifteen to twenty minute speech and presentation about Metallica. And I wish I would have known more Japanese stuff back then, too, because there were a couple Japanese girls that, uh, when they had to stand up and do their presentation, it was Japanese artists. Well, don't go running back in time and trying to fix that, because you know what happens. (laughs) Well, to be fair, I probably wouldn't go back and fix it. I would just kind of sit there and listen to it and be like, see if I know who they are, and if not, you know, then oh well. I'm not Barry. I'm not going to go back and change certain things. Like, like there are certain things I would change. Big and small things. You know? Like, I would stop Tui Trang from dying. But, you know, I wouldn't go back and stop 9-11 because, holy shit, <laughs> that's, that would create Flashpoint. Stopping 9-11 would create Flashpoint 100%. Or stopping an assassination of a political leader. Like JFK, this. yeah. Or Franz Ferdinand causing the First World War. Oh yeah. Or punching Hitler in the face. Not, ki- not um, 
getting rid of uh, Aaron Burr. Or no, no, that's that's Hamilton. <laughs> getting rid of um, the guy who killed Lincoln. Yeah. You know. Hmm. Big ripples like that. I would do smaller things. They might cause small ripples, not the, you know, like a pebble ripple compared to like a boulder ripple. Yeah. But I think that really wraps it up. I mean, yeah. X8's fun. Definitely the best Toku show on right now. And it's sad, too, because it's only an episode two. Like, I've enjoyed X-Aid's first two episodes more than I think I've enjoyed all of Dino Supercharge. Or all of Juoger. So... Like, don't get me wrong, Juoger isn't bad. Dino Charge isn't bad. Dino Charge is just sort of going downward into disappointment. It's already there for me. Like it's it can't over, get much lower than this. Overall, it's decent. I'd put the I first season obviously over the second season. Blah blah blah. Uh, Juoger. Go on another rant. <laughs> Juoger. It's kind of just goofing off at the moment. I don't know why. Um, and yeah, I mean it's it's it, Juoger is a goofy type Sentai. I knew that going in, that it was going to be almost Goanger levels of goofy sometimes. But it's not, it's still not as goofy as Ninja was. I mean, no one has fallen in love with a lawnmower yet. I mean, let's be honest. Ninja, I probably would have actually enjoyed Ninja for all of, even for all of its goofiness, if it wasn't for Takaharu. If if it was the same character, but a different type of character, I probably would have liked the show. But because of who he was, and how the main focus of the show was almost always on him, that's why I didn't like the show. Also, we are getting to the point where this episode, this part of the episode, and the other half of the episode are at the same length. Oh yeah, I noticed that. Toku's actually going to be longer. That's kind of why I didn't mind going on all, all those rants and stuff. Because I knew it's like, this is a free part. This is part two of the new episode. So I'm just like, I'm just going all out. And unless Sean's like, unless, unless you just got completely annoyed and just said, can, can we just move on, please? Or something like that, then, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. And, I mean, that pretty much does it. We've sort of yep. gotten to the end of all the fun stuff. And the not-so-fun stuff. <laughs> and the sometimes fun stuff but sometimes isn't fun stuff yes and before we give our own what do you got to plug because I know you got stuff to plug a uh, new episode of iZombie Radio came out last week um, there's something fun in the pipeline coming up this upcoming week uh, so stick around for that. We sort of ran out of things to talk about in terms of news and stuff, so we're going to be doing some something different. Uh, also, if you haven't listened to the raw audio, too bad. It's already gone. Uh, <laughs> How quickly did you guys take that down? Within, like, let's see, I posted it the earlier that day uh, on Friday, 
and by the time I got home, so it was about like 2 p.m., like before we started recording, the first part of this, no, <laughs> it, that was Saturday, Friday yeah. was before something, I don't remember what I did on Friday, something happened, um, <laughs> I honestly don't remember. Yeah, time flies, dude. You got stuff to do. You don't know what day it is. You just know what you got to do. Yeah. Um, I wrote some pretty awesome stuff over at the Marvel Report last weekend. Uh, so go check that out. Um, I'm the comic. No, I am the pop culture editor as well as the animation editor. And I keep hitting my trash can with my chair. Um, so I'm doing a lot of editing stuff over there. Um,. I'm also looking for a animation writer, so if you want to do that, hit me up on Twitter, and uh, we'll talk it out and see if I can get you to join the crew, um, because I'm one guy covering three shows. Um, do you have, like, I'm guessing, what would be the best way to contact you on that? Twitter. Okay, because uh, or... I, I, I may talk with my Ace of Geeks friends to see if maybe one of them is interested. Or email me, snarkyshawn at gmail.com. Just sort of put in the headline, Marvel Animation. And, um, yeah, I'll look at it. Awesome. And uh, we'll talk it out. And if you are really into it, then we'll figure something out. Because I need someone to at least write for one of the other shows. Because there's two shows that I'm not actively covering at the moment that I'm sort of rushing to get one done before it ends and the new one starts. Because understandable, once it becomes irrelevant, I really don't have a use of writing for it. Which is why I haven't done a review of Hulk and the Agents of Smash. Because it's two seasons gone irrelevance. Which may go into my retro animation reviews that I plan on doing further down the line, but that's beside the point. Um, so yeah. If you want to get in touch with me there contact me either twitter or my email um just like at snarky sean and snarky sean at gmail.com um i'm here every other week sometimes uh it's sometimes every other week we don't really plan yeah. this at all it's more of i wait around until sean's like hey how are these days good for recording and i'm like sounds great essentially <laughs> Essentially, because I work. He and has a life. I don't. And write and podcasts, which that I have one podcast that has a strict recording schedule, and that's every Tuesday at roughly seven seven thirty Pacific time until mm-hmm. iZombie starts back up, which we don't have a date for. Um, but yeah, everywhere across social media at Snarky Sean, except for snapchat because that's a different thing i don't have your snapchat i have to put it in there so i know what it is i'm friends Um, with you on snapchat are you Uh uh-huh if you want to add me on snapchat it's sean the psychic i would look but i've got the tuber simulator app open which i've been addicted to for no Uh... yeah i don't even like pewdiepie but for some reason the app i'm just addicted to it um, and John, go ahead and plug your shenanigans. I really only have one shenanigans, and that's uh, the uh, Critical Reroll podcast, which is the podcast I edit based around 
the Geek and Sundry stream show Critical Role, which is a, as Matthew Mercer puts it, nerdy ass voice actors who play Dungeons and Dragons. It's that's, fun. That's, it's it's an amazing show. They put so much effort into it. Matthew Mercer is a fucking god of a dungeon master to the point where Wizards of the Coast, who is the main company behind Dungeons and Dragons, has contacted him and they are making a critical role storybook. Not storybook, but like I don't know how, I forgot what the word they used, but it's essentially it's going to be a story based around the Critical Role universe that you can DM other people through. Ooh. Um, Sounds They fun. used to call them modules, which was essentially... They're essentially a full story, and you just have to get players, and everything's out there. You can, like, fudge <laughs> the rules and do whatever you want, but yeah. Anyway. Um, if I had more time, I'd be playing D&D. Oh, yeah. But because of school... <laughs> Yeah. School it is happens. really the only reason, because it leeches up ninety eh, percent of my time. Yeah, like I like I have friends whose lives are as busy as hell, but they still find time to do D and D because it's it's sort of like their relaxing aspect of the week. Like life is hell, but these two days I get to spend three hours at least each time. In a totally different world, hanging out with friends and telling stories. That's because what podcasting is for me. Oh well, yeah, that is I also do true. it once to twice a week, and I get to just have a chat with some yep. really fun people to talk to. Some of my closest friends, like the iZombie crew, like at least the two guys, uh, Chris and Blaze, I got really close with at Comic Con, and then you as well, like. We've been doing this for over a year now. <laughs> Fucking hell, dude. Over a year? I know. You it's think we'd crazy. have more viewers by now? Damn you. <laughs> uh, well, you know. Yeah, it happens. We don't really promote um, this as much as... That's true. We should, but... I mean, I try to, but it just... The people who follow me... Like, you promoting it will do a lot more than me promoting it. Yeah. Because a lot of the people who follow me and I follow are in, like, the Critical Role community. There's a small few. Like, you know, I follow Jordan. I follow Chris. Uh, I follow Eric. But they all um, have busy lives, and I'm pretty sure they're not listening to this. Yeah. Like, Chris maybe listens. I don't know. Because, you know, he was in it, and he's kind of plugged he, us a couple times. But He says he listens every now and again. Yeah. Um, Nightmare listens. And then... Um, Few like, other people. For instance, for instance, a good example actually is AP follows you, right? Yeah. She doesn't follow me. We barely talk. We barely have any communication. And it's like the only people in the Toku community I've really talked to are you, Jordan, Chris, and Eric. Yeah, I've sort of have. I sort of have talks with pretty much everyone in the Toku community that wants to talk to me. Like, do any of the Triple uh, R people follow you? Uh, they don't follow me, but I've had communications with them. Yeah, communications. The only <laughs> one that does follow me would be George, the Silur- uh, Silurian Rager. Oh, um, yeah. And he's a guest host that appears every now and again. 
but he's not like the main three. Yeah. Which well, at one point so he... was main four, but one of them had to step down. Which, it, like, going back to the Critical Reroll podcast, it makes me feel really good because Matthew Mercer actually listens to the podcast and is actually pretty popular among the Critical Role fandom. So that's kind of like a pat on the back to me. Because um, he actually he brought it up during a Periscope thing he did. And I'm like, oh, hey, I edit the podcast. Thanks for you know, thanks for listening, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, you edit the podcast. That's great. You know, Critical Reroll. It's a good podcast. I like listening to it. And then he kind of moved on. But it, it was enough to make me like... You know, sit up straighter and you know puff out the chest a little bit and be like, "Yes, <laughs> a victory." <laughs> but yeah, Critical Role first. Watch Critical Role. Go geekandsundry.com. They got a category for shows. Critical Role. Watch it because it's amazing. The storytelling, everything about it is just insane. I'm not going to go on about it anymore because I could go on about it for a whole different new podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I just stumbled upon your uh, Facebook post of the Tumblr post that you uh, shared yesterday. Oh, Which one was that? The I Love Panic at the Discount. Oh, yeah. And, oh my god. Oh, <laughs> I only posted that, like, you see who I tagged in it. It's because they're a friend of mine, and she is obsessed with um, with Fallout Boy. That's Panic and, at the Disco. So, well, well, Panic at the Disco started out. So she's told me the, the 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 history of Fallout Boy and Panic at the Disco because apparently Panic at the Disco started out with the producer being Pete Wentz. And then Pete Wentz walked away from Panic at the Disco because they got bigger and they started doing their own thing. So it kind of spawned from Fallout Boy, so she's also a fan of Panic at the Disco. So I saw it and I tagged her in it and just if it's gotten a lot more attention than I thought it would. Hmm. So <coughs> anyway. Plugs. So have you know plugs you know listen his podcasts my podcast go to marvel report all that type of stuff there's a lot of podcasts that come out of the marvel report you'd be surprised all the dc comics uh dc the marvel report doesn't have any podcasts i thought i thought because i know andy's behind the podcast isn't he he's behind dc tv podcast which is its own separate entity but they retweet each other because andy is in control of basically all the social media sites for Marvel Report and all of but one of the DC TV podcasts, which is why you'll see iZombie Radio sometimes retweet one of Andy's reviews, which I go back and delete. Um, don't tell him I said that. Uh, I won't tell him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like you know, go go to listen to all those. I personally don't because that's a lot of listening I have to put into. I. I put in the listening. I'm listening to mm-hmm. all of the ones, at least for the shows that I watch. I don't do the Gotham yeah. one. Um, I personally, I I thought about listening to the, um, like the Flash and Legends Tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. Like they're on iTunes and it's difficult because the way iTunes works is that it downloads the podcast and it's like. <laughs> I don't have much room on my computer, or else I wouldn't mind. Uh, you can stream them. You can stream them on their websites, too. Flashpodcast.com, Quiverpodcast.com, Quiver Legends of Tomorrow Podcast. Can you download them? 
you can download them if you want from the sites. So anyway, we got the plugs out. He said his Twitter. Mine's who makes a lot. It's always not always been that, but I changed it. Makes it easier for people to read. And that's the episode. We will see you back in two weeks, two and a half weeks. It all depends on when things happen. And when I get time to edit this, because I have D&D tonight, I have to edit this and possibly the Critical Reroll podcast. So yay! Um, we'll see you next episode. Um, bye. I guess. Bye? Yeah. Question mark? Yeah. Question mark? See you later. That, that, that's better. I don't wanna know, I don't wanna know, she like I why, 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 why? Just give I can too far. The new beginning, I